0: Hello, and welcome to Stop Your People Need You. I'm Luke, and today with me, as always, is Danny. Hello. And our podcast today is titled, What is Innovation?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we're going to get straight into it, but realistically, we do want to explore what sits behind that word, the importance of getting to the crux of that, what it means to you, as an organization as a leader and as a team and really unpacking the risks associated with not really focusing in on what we mean by the word but also the benefits of really opening it up and and allowing people to be innovative
1: yeah because it's a it's a word isn't it that that seems to be used a lot right in, in you know so many different situations And I guess we just became a little bit curious about what does it mean, you know, in in reality, but more so, I suppose, Luke, is kind of how do you lead it, inspire it, deliver it, be it, and all of those things when clearly it's an important part of of the day-to-day world in which we live in.
0: Yeah, and you say it's used a lot. I mean, we don't have the statistics. I'm now wishing right now I'd, I'd tried to find this out if it was out there. How many organizations have innovation within their value set? Oh, my word. A lot. A I, would, I, I would take a, a guess at a lot. And there may be many of you out there listening right now that have innovation within your within your values or within your team values. That's a great thing.
1: I was going to say, and I, and I think, you know, if it's not the co- company values or maybe the team individual values, I, I bet it's featured in many job descriptions, role profiles, you know, all those things, or in you know performance appraisal documents or objectives or behavior guides. I can imagine that in most organizations, for most people, innovation in some way, shape or form features, and i would imagine in most of those situations most individuals that have that as a task and most leaders and managers sometimes find themselves going how the heck how the heck do i drive instill create manage deliver
0: this absolutely and <clears throat> excuse me in a year We keep repeating this at the moment, but it's relevant. It's still happening. Here we are in December in the UK. We're now looking at what the new tier system looks like, et cetera. But if I look at the last 10 months, innovation has been at the heart of everything that I've seen in our own organization and the great organizations that we work with and those that we've followed in the media, uh, those that we followed on social media. And innovation has really been at the start, at starting point of most people's conversations.
1: Yeah, and isn't that the isn't that the thing though here with all of this that you know, when pushed to you know come up with a different way of doing things. We've talked about this on on this podcast over the last few weeks. When you're pushed and you're up against the wall and you have to come up with a new way of working or a new way of doing something, or whatever it may be in any part of our professional <laughs> lives, in fact, even in our personal lives. We do respond quite well to that. Generally speaking, people are really good at coming up with a solution. Um, And and, and I think that's the point to perhaps some of this is recognising that's great, but why just wait till we react, would you say, to it? This is about proactive innovation, isn't it, as well as reactive or reacting to something, something to us.
0: Which I think people get and i think this is the point of 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 this is this episode is that's why so many people talk about it so many people put it at the front of their organizations you go into a website a lot of it, uh, organizations will talk about it within their opening homepage or about us we're an innovative forward thinking organization we challenge the status quo we think outside of the box all of that rhetoric that goes with it today is about ensuring that if it's there it's, be, it's purposeful um, that you understand people's desire to, to, to lead through generation, your own desire to lead through generation and ensure that it's being lived in the correct way and also not being feared. And I think that's a really big thing for me, which is why I so passionately wanted to talk about it in this particular episode is it can also instill fear
1: yeah you're right and I think that's it because people you know scared and you know it's like I you hear a lot we hear a lot in our kind of industry I guess People say I'm not very creative and it's a similar type of thing it's like people don't necessarily see themselves as in this instance as innovative and so because they don't see it in themselves they then fear it and I think there's ways to overcome that I also think your point Luke is absolutely right about how it's it, you know it's important to you to talk about today because of that reason for me It's timely, this as well, because I think that, you know, it has been an odd year, we've talked about that a lot, but I actually think 2021, so the year we're about to embark on, is also going to be fraught with challenges as leaders, whether that's, you know, difficulties in in helping and supporting your people, whether that's difficulties and challenges in delivering against your objectives and your goals all those things. And I think that we can't rest on our laurels, Right now, and actually go into next year with a real keen eye on this. What am I going to do to innovate ways of working now and for the future that perhaps give me that sort of chance of or greater chance
0: of success? I agree. And I think where I come at it from is don't just put it out there as 2021 needs to be a year of innovation we need to think differently do differently be different you know all of those different things and I think that Danny is where my starting point comes from I think about innovation as a word to me personally um, and working in PTI for many years one of the stumbling blocks to my growth perhaps one of the things that I was marked down on in an old old performance management process was you're not very innovative i need you to be more innovative and and forward thinking and and that's not something that you do and year on year that kept that that same thing kept coming in and in and out of of conversation Uh, and i go back to how that used to make me feel it's well how do i be innovative what do we mean by innovative i wasn't asking these questions what i simply did is scratch my head and think well I don't know, what can I I do to create innovation within my role, within my team, within my part of the business? Sometimes it took me as far as to sit down and have innovation sessions. How unproductive those were, (laughs) I cannot even explain. I was sat there with a blank piece of paper, expecting myself to, at the drop of a hat, be innovative. And I, I, I draw forward now to about two months ago when I was speaking with one of our clients. Don't know how we got onto the conversation, but we were talking about innovation itself. And innovation is one of their values. The individual I was speaking to uh, heads up talent for the UK arm um, of their business. And he said that in the first um, development program of a talent program they create, so for every cohort going through, probably better put, they start by going through the values of the organization and what they mean. And one of the ones that I have to spend a significant amount of time on is the value of innovation. And he says, and the first thing that we have to address is that people need to understand that by innovation, we do not mean invention. I was like, wow, what a really clever and simple way of putting it. Really, really light bulb moment for me. It brought back all of those memories and those fears. If someone had just said to me, that's not what we mean by innovation. But it made me realize that actually that is how people will interpret it. It's how do I I invent the next big thing? How do I be the next? We know all of the names, the Dysons, the Jobs, the Gates, the the Musks, all of those what we would call inventors. That's kind of what was going on in my head is how do I create something big and new and shiny? And somewhere in the middle there, you've got to find a balance of, yes, you want to challenge people's thinking because it's a really positive behavior and mindset to have but that is where i come at it from is that knowing what we actually mean by innovation is probably more important than the word itself
1: yeah i'd agree and you know what i did some you know just as i do in in readiness for this this podcast today did a bit of just googling around just kind of furnish my own knowledge because I, I, I expected to sort of say, here is a definition of innovation. <laughs> and do you know what? I found how crazy this thirteen just in 20 minutes, thirteen different definitions of innovation. And immediately that made me go, that's probably why most of us find it really quite confusing to understand. Because I I, I was I then actually got confused because I'd read that many different interpretations and iterations of it that that differed a lot. I'm not just talking about a word change loop. I'm talking about fundamentally different definition. And I was like, okay, well, which one's right? And all right, we could go to the Oxford Dictionary and get that one. But actually, we work in a more practical, realistic world, I think. And I prefer a more pragmatic approach towards things. But actually, I couldn't find that single point where I'd go, this is it. This is what innovation is. And I think that
0: probably is what you were talking about then about what is it what does it mean and i don't think it's fair to say that there is one definition and like anything that you do as a leader you've got to make it relevant to you uh it's got to be relevant to your teams your people around you but also your industry your sector if you're in a tech business You you know, it's going to be remarkably different to if you're managing a customer service team where you're on the phones. you've got 2,000 people working within your team on the phones and how much do you want them to be innovative in their thinking? Well, that's going to be focused more on how they're innovative in the way they have a conversation versus a tech business that requires innovation on a daily basis. Just two very simple examples. There could be loads more, but the point is innovation means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. It does, yeah, absolutely right. And, and I think as well, um,
1: I think back to my time at Orange, um, which was a really forward-thinking organisation, you know, and I was there for, for a long, long time. And I think what, what how they kind of promoted this, and it definitely instilled sort of a creative, curious-type mindset in um, you as a human being, was they always pushed the boundaries of what felt possible, so uh, if anybody does remember the early days of orange in the mid 1990s and some of the tv commercials one of them was one of the adverts talked about in the future your fridge will be able to order milk and of course at that time it was like that's ridiculous i mean that's that's you know why what how well although we have no real use for our fridge to order milk smart fridges where i can be in the supermarket and i can have a quick look through the cameras that are inside my fridge enable me to be able to almost do that. And actually the technology would be there if somebody wanted it, I'm sure. Pretty simple and straightforward. But the point is that when you're surrounded by um, these big ideas, it does help me to do it. But of course, you almost get lost in always thinking that it's got to be, you described it, the next big thing. And actually what it was about for me was not about the next big thing. It was just about looking at any given situation and thinking, right, actually, is this the best way to do it? Is there a different way of doing it? Can I improve it? Can I make it better for me or for my customer or for my people or for the business or whatever? That's the kind of mindset that, for me, that can really add some value.
0: Yeah, and look, I'm not going to make out like I've just come up with this. Part of, part of this we wanted to lead towards is then around, well, what, what are the things that sit beneath it? And I think one of the key behaviours and, and mindsets is curiosity. You know, I'm bought into that word massively because it sits on our values as an organization. However, it does stimulate and trigger a number of different ways of thinking. It feels a bit smaller, a bit more palatable. It feels like something that anybody could do within their role. I'm not suggesting remove innovation. I'm just saying that's one of the behaviours that I think is really key, is getting everybody to be curious about their roles, their future, their, their the customer, the business, all of those things. Curiosity is key to that. And maybe that sits somewhere in the middle of innovation versus invention. Somewhere down that middle there is what are the behaviours you want to instil in your people?
1: Yeah, I, I think that is the right way forward in the thinking because... That's how I see it is, right, so if I've got a team of individuals and I really want them to create the future, and, 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 and that is not necessarily invent it from scratch, but create the future by evolving what we do or, you know, improving what we do or whatever it may be, whatever that means to you, then surely instilling a, a behaviour or a culture of curiosity in there by even having sessions of you know, being curious, maybe that's the starting point to all this. Because when people are curious, because this one I did find a really good definition for, um, okay. and actually this was quite consistent. So whereas the definition of in- innovation was varied, the definition of curiosity was pretty much the same. And it is curiosity is the mental state, in other words, our state of mind, or an attitude, which goes back to culture and team behavior that allows you to be extraordinarily interested in something. Curiosity is the ambition to learn more about a given topic. In other words, you know, it's about quite simply saying, I don't know where this is going to lead. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I haven't got a predetermined or prescribed end in mind. I'm just going to be really curious and be really interested in it and see where
0: it goes. And also what it, and you know, what it is able to deliver for your organization. So you've talked about orange, you know, absolutely massive nineties, early 21st century. I remember how forward thinking they were from the mm. brand perspective, but then we had the the opportunity, which is obviously when you and I met to work with orange and it was instilled within the culture of that organization innovative thinking curiosity that that lack of fear of of reprimand for doing that was also key uh, you know i asked you this earlier about orange what was it that allowed orange and the people within it to actually live that as a as a as a behavior
1: well it's funny because i i was thinking about after we had, had a conversation about it earlier and then it just sort of dawned on me about an example that I think is probably quite relevant to this. Um, and that is, you know, in the very, very, very early days of being lumbered into the training team and training function, I, I remember finding myself in head office, which was at Hemel Hampstead at the time. Um, and I, I got invited to this meeting as a representative of the retail estate because I worked in retail and I had a really good first-hand knowledge of it. And so... They brought various different parts of the business together to kind of brainstorm, I suppose, would have been a word we used back then, um, some ideas and thinking. And it was around terms and conditions and the small print. And one of the things that Orange was really keen on was being straightforward. So it was a value. and It was about how do you make things as simple and straightforward as possible for customers, people, whatever it may be. And uh, they got the terms and conditions out. And I can remember distinctively them saying, you know, why are terms and conditions so complicated why are why is the small print small print and why is it nobody's made them really simple and we sat in a room and and being no legal experts and just said right let's rewrite a set of terms and conditions so you've got the legal commitment because there is a legal reason for all these t's and C's that will sit behind this but at the forefront we will say in simplistic terms this is what it means And I remember going into that and exploring the thinking of this, really not really knowing where it was going and where we would end up. But actually, it was. And I think, and I'd have to really dig through the archives, I think it actually won an award with somebody, that piece of work, for innovation, because we used to have this set of terms and ignitions, and you would, in a retail street shop, you could say, there's the simple terms that you're signing up to in real easy language, if you want the legal stuff that sits behind it, because people trusted us as a brand, and rightly so, because it was a great brand, they were happy with a simple page where you're signing up for a contract, you've got to pay your bill, you can't get out of it, you know, blah, 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 blah this sort of stuff. And that was it. And in short, you know it was that level of curiosity about can we make this better? Can we improve it? Can we innovate and come up with a new way of presenting terms and conditions that actually came up with a great solution. <laughs> that then made a real difference to our
0: customers. But what I like about that story is the starting point of your innovative um, process, if we Mm. want to call it that, was simplicity. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody bangs on about simplicity. I love the word. Um, I think it is the starting point. It's stripping back and going, what is it that we're trying to do here? And I think also it's a commitment and a desire that, that the business and leadership leaders and leadership within a business need to take on. There's a responsibility if you're gonna use this word. I think about our clients, Entain, so formerly GBC Group. They have just rebranded as Entain and innovation is at the forefront of everything that they're doing. But I tell you what, it is backed up. You go onto any media outlet now, I encourage anybody to have a look into Entain. Follow what they've done in the last two to three weeks. And sorry, this isn't timestamp, but just have a look out for Entain, and you'll see the press releases, you'll see the the marketing that they've done. Everything is joined up. But the word innovation is then backed up by, well, it's about how, how we perform. It's about how we learn. It's about how we create responsible gambling and that we're the, we're at the front of our marketplace continuously, that it is for the good of entertainment. And in order to do that, we need to innovate. We need to continuously innovate. And I think their new CEO, Shai, sums it up with a statement that's, been used many times, but it's so relevant to them right now. Which is the what what we're doing and the way we're thinking right now is not going to get us to where we need to go. Yeah, and I, I don't think that is relevant to Entain now. I think Shy, you know, not speaking on his behalf, will be saying that again next year because every year changes. This year proves that is that that's kind of if you're talking about a definition. Shy's statement there is kind of a good enough jef- definition for it in its entirety. If you keep making that statement to yourself. Now, you don't want to risk burnout and go, oh God, when is ever good enough? But also, the, the world never stops. The world is faster than ever. All of those things that we know and we've heard. And therefore, proactively managing innovation, proactively managing people's expectation of what innovation is and what it means in your business could be the key to unlocking real potential, but real fun. And we always talk about having fun. I think sometimes the word innovation, the fun's taken out of it because of the pressure that's associated with it.
1: Yeah, I I, I I think you're probably right, and and do you know what, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I always try and put myself in a situation whereby I'm thinking about what what would I, where would I want to be, where would I want to be working? I'm just thinking about listening to what you've just talked about there about Intain and, and how they do stuff, and you know the kind of balance in the constantly pushing forward and how tiring that can get. But would I want to work in? Would I want to be a part of a team? <laughs> That, that gets up every day with this curiosity mindset and going into the day going right do you know what we've got all these things to deliver but i'm never going to stop looking for different ways or better ways of doing things we're going to celebrate in our success we're going to learn loads in the process of doing that and and we're going to find it because it doesn't mean just because you've explored something a different way of doing something doesn't mean say you'll find a better way you might look and then go actually do you know what Yes. i to stick to doing what we've always done because it's, it's, it's definitely the best way, but at least you've validated that. And then I think about as a leader, what would I want, who would I want to lead? Would I want to lead a team that constantly pushes those boundaries? And I think I absolutely am confident in saying, definitely, why wouldn't I want to do that? Because for me, the kind of the buzz and the reward and the, and the benefits that come with that are, are really great and all of a sudden i've got this word of you know innovation and in however it's described a behavior a value whatever it may be and all of a sudden that's now become really an inquisitive and interesting subject to manage the team around and lead the team around that can only be a good outcome can only go towards good things
0: absolutely and i and i think if you think about the team and everybody working towards that in the pursuit of being innovative um, and continuously thinking like that. Most of the, any challenges that you face or any problems that you may have, whether that be process driven or whether that be people driven, those people that are best equipped to fix it are probably the people that are in doing it every single day. Instead of sat there as a leader, scratching your head, thinking, where are the problems or where are the challenges, where are the opportunities? Getting your people to actually seek them out because they're probably the best people to find out what the solutions could be or what the new thing could be or what the adjustment, that slight tweak that will make a huge difference to a customer and to to your people. That's where you're going to get the answers. It's not you sat there doing brainstorming sessions, Danny. You know, it took a group of people in Orange there to do a brainstorming session around the C's and C's arguably that shouldn't have needed to happen had there been that type of thinking throughout the organization were you the best people equipped to do it yeah maybe from we're an outside in objective view it's debatable, though. Debatable. but it's debatable you know actually that that should have that innovative thinking perhaps could have happened before it even reached you where you had to have this focus group in order to um uh, to, to do that so yeah i i get it nice uh, no I, I i get it as well and,
1: and i think as well here's my summary right because we we try and work towards the these podcasts towards a summary i think the first thing is questions and answers generate ideas right that's the first thing so when you ask ask questions and you come up with answers and all that sort of stuff all the ideas exist within those answers that then presents a new set of challenges because then what you're doing is then i've got no i've got a different view and now that i only met with some challenges, and some of those challenges will require some perseverance to overcome. And I think that's the bit for me where all of this comes to fruition from a leadership perspective. Leaders that constantly ask questions, constantly challenge the norm, but also embrace the outcomes from that and persevere with their team to get them through, over and past those hurdles and, and barriers in order to get to the greater good. And I think when you do that, whether we call it innovation, whether we call it curiosity, whether we call it any one other number of words that you could call it, that for me feels like a great place to be. And for me, what a
0: great way to start 2021. Totally agree with you. And I agree in the sentiment of it doesn't matter what word you use, But it's a way of thinking that all businesses and and you as leaders will benefit from. Just be really clear on what it is, but not just for the business, for you as a team. Really, really filter it down to the relevance for your team and your people and the way you like to work. What is innovation, curiosity, curiosity? invention it it doesn't matter like danny says it is just about being really clear on your expectations of one another as an entire team what you want from one another how you intend to be curious and innovative throughout 2021 and beyond that i believe will strike a chord with everybody if you're absolutely clear on what the expectations are nice right so uh we've we've got to the end um enjoyed that danny thank you as always uh to everybody that's listening um if there's anything that you want to give us feedback on as always you know where we are if you want any subjects covering it's action at pti-worldwide.com but for now from me goodbye and of course from me goodbye
1: thank you very much great day